Hello, my name is Scott and this is a podcast for the sermons uh, for the 13th of June at St. Mary's in Richmond. Alongside this podcast is a podcast for the three readings and on the St. Mary's website is an invitation to the uh, 10 o'clock service either in person or on Zoom or YouTube and with that um, the PowerPoint which is used in the service which has some pictures which I refer to. May these words be pleasing. Amen. Today the sun is shining. People have become solar powered. And we can reflect with joy on the abundance that has been spring in April and May and now June. It's been quite a journey from the shortest day in December and the cold, dark days of winter. But even then, there is life to celebrate. And we can see the greenness and the red berries of holly. Most plants, however, are hidden underground. The trees are bare and seemingly lifeless. But then, in gardens, in the woods around Richmond, even outside the door of our church, we see a sign of change, a sign of life, a sign of hope in the tiny snowdrops. What next on spring's menu? We get the beautiful yellow daffodils. Still, the trees are bare, but then one brave plant in our hedgerows takes a risk whilst it is still cold. And whilst the trees are still bare, it erupts into life, the blackthorn where the slow berries eventually will come from. And having been shown a lead, other plants join in and they are let loose. We've had the beautiful, and still have the beautiful, bluebells in our woods. And just recently, the hawthorn has started to join the blackthorn and take over in even greater abundance. And then the trees. Down the bottom of our church path is one of the first trees to get going with its new and light green leaves, the fresh leaves of spring. We've got a great hawthorn and they uh, come into flower. The one down our path, I think it has pink flowers. In our readings, we have the mighty cedar tree this in our reading from Ezekiel and in the gospel from Mark Jesus talks of the kingdom of God like a mustard tree a tree that defies the hot desert think of all those seeds sleeping around us for such a long time in the dark months waiting for the right moment to spring up and to flourish Think of the lava in the ground, the larvae in the ground and in the river that now buzz around us and sometimes annoy as insects. Think of the caterpillars that are yet to become butterflies. Think of plants still waiting for their turn to bloom. Think of the snowdrop bulbs safely back into the ground, sleeping, ready and waiting for next spring. This is the cycle of life 
the rhythm of life, the abundance of life, all we believe fully in tune with our Creator God, all in harmony with our abundant God. What does Ezekiel say? He described God taking a tender sprig right from the top of the mighty cedar. God plants this tiny, fragile cutting. He plants it in Israel and it will become mighty and strong. Its leaves and branches giving home and protection, not just to some birds, but to every kind of bird from around the world. He will bring down the mighty, the humble will be lifted up, and all of us, whoever and wherever we are, all of us, find sanctuary in its boughs. Jesus says, in our reading from Mark, the kingdom of God is like the tiny mustard seed. And from this small seed comes great growth, comes abundance, comes branches, so that birds of the air can make nests in its shade. And how small is that mustard seed? We are made in the image of God. We worship God. We are part of the kingdom of God. Suspect most of us sometimes, perhaps often, feel small and insignificant, like the tender sprig from the cedar, tiny, like the mustard seed, fragile. What a wonderful picture then. However small we are, we can be part of the rhythm of life. We can be in tune with the great creator God, our God. We can be part of the abundant gift of God's kingdom to the world. And all are welcome. We are welcome. All are welcome in this kingdom of God. This is good, and this is true, but with it comes a danger. Because we can listen to the readings in church. We can sit in church surrounded by our friends, or maybe listen on Zoom and see our friends on screen. We can see the sunshine shining through the window. We can see the abundance of church and feel happy and feel good. But we go out from our church, we encounter our world, we live our daily routines, and we know we are a church and we are a world that hardly feels to be flourishing in these times. We continue to be challenged individually and as a church, and as families and friends, and as a nation, and as a world. If only I had enough faith, then how much more could I do? 
If only I had enough faith and I could heal the sick, just like the disciples. If I had enough faith, then I could move mountains. I could walk on water. I could calm the storms. That's next week with Paul. We could clothe the, the naked, feed the hungry, fill the pews in the church, get rid of COVID. So when we don't, and when we can't, and when we hear today's readings, then once again we may feel small, inadequate. And we can feel there's something wrong with our faith. We are the ones, I am the one, remaining frozen in the ground forever waiting for spring. The kingdom of God surely belongs to others. If and when we feel to be weeping with self-loathing, then seeing others who seem, seem to be thriving can often make one feel worse. Even the abundance we see in nature in spring, which should bring great joy, can instead bring sometimes a sense of aching. But such doubt, painful though it is, is no bad thing. It is infinitely better than righteous self-confidence. Jesus condemned the self-righteous and religious of his day those who seem to understand more than most that they were made in the image of God. Jesus had more time for the fishermen, the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the humble, the meek, the lowly, and for those of us when we have broken and contrite hearts. He will not despise. He will love because he is love. When Jesus, in satisfying love, opens his arms for us, for us upon the tree, then we find a wideness in God's mercy. The arms of Jesus are wide. The kingdom of God is indeed like the mighty cedar or like the rugged mustard tree and we find shelter in its branches. What then is our response? For our final hymn, which we will sing outside together in the sun, Claire has chosen, O oh Jesus, I have promised to serve thee to the end. We pray for grace to follow our master and our friend. There may be, periods in our lives when we are tall and strong like a mighty tree holding others in our care. There may be times when we are a small and fragile snowdrop in the snow, but both are beautiful. Both seek the light of Christ. Both are important to God. Both are held within the abundant love of our God. Amen.